Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here for the replay of Sunday Night's Live Call-In Show. This is from Sunday night, May 14th, 2023. Lots to talk about during this hour. We talked about the 2024 packages being released coming up here in just a couple of weeks on May 31st. We talk about the return of two Disney dining plans, changes coming to how you're going to be booking your Genie Plus and individual Lightning Lane experiences. We don't know exactly how those are going to change, but we talk about what we would like to see happen when Disney announces those here soon. We also talked about the elimination of some theme park reservations starting on January 9th, 2024. We get some great calls. Brandon gives us a rundown of his recent trip down for Flower and Garden. Some great reviews of places like Homecoming. And man, you're going to be hungry after that one. Scott and I go over some of the acts coming to the Food and Wine Festival, Eat to the Beat concert series, and lots of fun talk over the next hour. So I hope you enjoy today's show. As always, don't forget our podcast is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan a great Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Vacation over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That's one extra click that supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you coming over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Well, hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the BOGP Open Line for Sunday night, May 14th, Mother's Day 2023. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com. And of course, one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Again, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there in the Be Our Guest Podcast family. Hope you had a wonderful and continue to have a wonderful Mother's Day and not just for the moms, but for all the folks out there who take care of us. I know that, you know, my wife, she's obviously a mom, Paige, Mallory, and she she considers herself having three kids because she has me around. She always says that all the time. Um, But, you know, teachers, she takes she's the mom of a bunch of kids at school. I mean, let's get let's get real. She's with them as much as their parents sometimes and takes care of all those kids at, at her elementary school. So teachers, you're like, you know, you're you're like a mom sometimes. So happy Mother's Day to everybody out there. Hope you had a great day. Father's Day coming up, though. It's almost, you know, June. So got to look at that. Our time. <laughs> but enjoy your day, Mother's Day. You guys deserve it every day, but especially today. So hope you had lots of desserts and good breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever it was. And you know, maybe a trip to Disney. Who got surprised with a Disney trip? I doubt it, but that'd be awesome. All right. So today Scott is going to be joining us shortly because speaking of Mother's Day, he's finishing up a Mother's Day meal with his wife and the mother of his child, Emily. So he's going to be joining us shortly. They're on their way home from the restaurant. Of course, he made his his dinner reservation early so he could be with us and everything was running late because it's Mother's Day. So we're going to be taking your calls at 407-413-9395 over the next hour, 417-413-9395, and we are using a new platform tonight. So we're going to be talking about this in this week coming up, 
but we are now broadcasting in HD quality. So if you watch the video on any of our streams, you will see it looks a lot better. And I think more importantly, that you can now watch us in four locations rather than just two. You can get us on Facebook at VR Guest Podcast. You can also check it out on my Facebook page, just at Mike Rallman. But you can also check us out on YouTube at VR Guest Podcast. But two additional places you can watch the show at this point, Twitter. You can just watch it on my Twitter feed at VR Guest Mike. And you can watch the show on Twitch, which we made a Twitch account like five years ago. Never did anything with it. So just look for the VR Guest Podcast on Twitch. It looks really great on Twitch. I got to say, it's super clear. It's super fun over there. So check it out on Twitch, Be Our Guest Podcast. We're live in all these locations every time we do a show. So you can check it out over there and be a part of the podcast family. It's fun to kind of join us and chat with us live. It's, it's a lot of fun. All right. So we're going to be talking about the news and taking your calls in just a second. I see the phone lines are lighting up. Give me one second to go over a couple of the news stories. And then we'll open the phone lines because I'm not going to get into, the, you know, we talked about the news stories last Wednesday, but I just want to kind of go over some of the news, not the details, but just kind of do a quick outline of stuff we can talk about tonight. Obviously, some of the stuff we might want to talk about tonight, 2024 packages will go on sale on May 31st, so the last day of this month. That's a Wednesday, May 31st. Packages will go on sale for the 2024 season. Now, with that announcement, we got news that there's going to be pretty significant changes for the 2024 season starting on January 9th. The biggest couple, I think are that Disney dining plans, two of them will return with packages. Now, not room only, but with packages. And I see somebody popping in right here. So let's get him in. Your friend and mine, Scotty G, who's full of PF Changs and, and makes connections with other people, according to his fortune cookie. What's up, Scott? Hey, Mike. Sorry to be a little late. Um, you know, we had to have Mother's Day dinner. You know, Elizabeth just can't, you know, make dinner on Mother's Day. Who does that, right? So... Going after the podcast would have been a little late, so I tried to time it right. The kitchen was a little slow tonight, but that's okay. I had a nice Japanese old-fashioned, um, had some great, you know, chicken fried rice, white rice, beef and broccoli, sweet and sour chicken. It was a great meal, but uh, happy to be here. Just a little late, though, but I still made it on time, I feel like. You got here way fast. I didn't think you were going to be here because Mother's Day is Dude, crazy was, at Russia. We were a speed demon. I told Elizabeth, you drive. You just like bulldoze through all those cones because there's a lot of construction around our house right now. Like, just go through the cones. I don't care. Well done. I got to get there to Mike. Well done. Okay, so what we're doing is we're not getting into the news stories. We're just kind of hitting an outline so we can take calls on all these topics because we went over this stuff nice. on Wednesday. Everybody knows about it by now. So we're going to talk about the Disney dining plans coming back, two of them. So we're going to have the standard dining plan and the quick service dining plan. So we could talk about that. The elimination or the simplification, I think, is what I'm going to call it of eliminating right now, at least for right now, as we get things started again, they're going to get rid of the deluxe Disney dining plan and that Disney dining plan plus that I think was only around for like two weeks in practice before COVID kind of shut everything down. So that like we hardly knew ye on that one. Also, January 9th, if you have a package, basically what this means is packages, dated tickets. If you have dated tickets, you will no longer need a theme park reservation. Hallelujah. Which means you could go ahead and just do the, you know, the bus roulette thing back, like back in the old days, you could go to, you know, walk out of corn out of Springs, walk down to the bus stops, just go where you want. I mean, that's, that, that seems so crazy at this point. Dennis got, I mean, it's been so long. Like that just seems so foreign. Bus roulette is one of my favorite things to do. 
Uh, but but granted, I've been talking about this for a while though. Like before the theme park reservations, you had to book if you wanted. You could book three fast passes ahead of time. So in a way, you were kind of already making the theme park reservation. I thought, but this way though, I mean, you got all that flexibility. You can definitely do the bus roulette game now. I agree. So we're gonna also get uh, genie plus changes now. The, the whole thing is that there's a lot of vagueness, and, and it's supposed to kind of come into focus over the next couple of weeks. They said the goal is with genie plus to to make things, to give the ability for the guests to schedule things before the day of, which I am a huge fan of. But this sounds exactly to me like FastPass Plus, right? Because what did we do back in the day? We'd schedule our FastPass experiences at home. Now, it might not be 60 days. It might be a week. It might be 10 days. I don't know. It might be three days. Who knows? But I love this idea because I hate the 7 a.m. thing. That's stress and... Anything you can do ahead of time, I think for me is a win. I don't know how you felt about that. Yeah. I mean, one thing we've known, we've learned over the last 10 years, there's way more stress on a Disney vacation on the planning perspective than there has been in a long time. If you look 10 years ago. So I agree. Like waking up at 7 a.m. is so stressful. You know, you got so many things you got to do to get out the door. And then that's one less thing that you have to worry about. Maybe you can do the night before or you can do over a dinner or whatever, or whatever, or you're at the pool, then you can make them for the next day. I feel like it's going to be much easier for us that I'd like to use that product. Yeah, I agree. So got that. Um, they're going to keep the extended hours uh, for the deluxe guests in the evening, which I think are hugely popular, getting people to kind of stay. I, I know a lot of my guests at the Magic for Less, they'll book split days, you know, and they'll say, we're going to do like two nights at the end of the trip at a deluxe resort that corresponds with the night they're having deluxe evening hours. They love that. Um, so that's kind of a, a big thing. We're also seeing, uh, they're, they're simplifying some of the room views for, uh, the, some of the deluxe resorts, especially in the uh, uh, not Crescent Lake, but the uh, monorail resorts, that's going to be something that happens. Uh, let's see. We're also getting I'm trying to think what else we got the new sushi restaurant coming to replacing Tokyo Dining in Japan. I don't know how you felt, but I mean, new I, mean I sound like Tokyo Dining, but I mean that I mean, the location, I feel like not much is going to change, except the menu will be a little different. Right. And probably it's probably not getting booked a lot. So this would be a freshen way to get more people to visit. So I'm all for that. I'm excited about I it. I never did do Tokyo dining, never made it there. I always wanted to, but I always ended up going to uh, Tepanyaki uh, or the, yeah. the hibachi place. Yep. What I liked about Tokyo dining, um, their kids meal was like a monorail plate. It was the coolest I thing. Yeah, I saw that. And then like, we're like, oh man, I wonder if you can get this. So we asked our server like, oh, they were like, oh yeah, you can get it at the, at the shop, the gift shop downstairs. Mike, it was $50 <laughs> to get Shut the monorail up. plate. Oh my God. That's crazy. Never, I, was, I mean, you know, and I love to like, I'm, I'm not afraid to spend money at Walt Disney World, especially for cool souvenirs that I like, but I couldn't even, I couldn't even do it on that one. It was just too much for a little plate that Emily would have used like twice and been over with, you know, that is true. My boy will spend money at Walt Disney World. I will say that, <laughs> especially on cool souvenirs. All right. So we have some other news. We'll hit that as we go along because we do see the phone lines are lighting up, which is why we're here. We'll talk about the Eat to the Beat concert series. we got some uh, artists to talk about, some good ones coming up this fall. Uh, but let's get to the first call. They've been trying to get in here for quite a while. So, hey, who's joining us? Thanks for calling in. Hello, caller. I hear yourself, Mike. Yep, I do. Call, are you there? Hello. 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 Who's this? Hi, this is Lynn. Hey, how can we help you? What's on your mind? Hi, I was, I was, uh, I was wondering on an average year, how, how long, or how many times do you go to Disney? How many? 
Wait, say it again. I'm sorry. How many times do we go to Disney? Disney, yeah, on an average year. Uh, thanks for calling. We appreciate it. We'll just we'll answer it right here. So, um, how many times do you go, Scott, in an average year? Um, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so, on an average year, I say because I like to get the most out of my annual pass, right? Because we're annual pass holders. So, I would say three to five times a year. Um, some of those are weekend and that's in the very of the trips, you know, they change, they vary. Right. So like for a marathon weekend, we might do like four nights over the summer. We might do 10 nights. So it really varies, but typically around three to five different flights, different days, different stays. Yeah. It's about the same for me too. Right. Because I'll do the race weekend. So I usually do two to three race weekends throughout the year. That's just a, that, that's a weekend. And then maybe two trips with the family. Like, you know, we'll go down for the cruise. That'll be the vacation for the year. If I'm lucky, I'll get two vacations and three races. So that's five. So that's a lot. I mean, <laughs> you think yeah. For people that live in Michigan and Missouri, that's quite yeah, a bit. That is quite a bit. All right. So the number is 407-413-9395. 407-413-9395. I really want some of our regulars to call in and give us some feedback on what you think of the news from this week. And, uh, you know, I, I want to hear what you think about, you know, were you expecting the dining plans to come back? Is it something you would, you are considering purchasing and, and what is the next thing that you would like to see Disney bring back that has not come back yet? You know, I mean, honestly, I didn't think dining honestly, plans I think would come back. Are back now. <laughs> well, I mean, you still got, you know, you could do nighttime parades, you know, I would like to see that. Um, Couple think what else? 1900 Park Fair still isn't back yet. I that's can't a, believe that one. That one kind of unbelievable to me, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Especially when like Narcuzzi's was out for all that time, you know. So that was like one less restaurant that you had at the Grand Floridian. Like it would have been. A, I mean, they're not like the same as apples and oranges, but like it would have been still nice to have that other option at the Grand Floridian. Yeah, because that's a yeah 1900 Park Fair. It prints that, money like with that, those characters. Yeah, that's that 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 one does. The like that one not being open with it just must be a staffing thing. Like it must take a lot to staff it because it's a character meal more than like a regular restaurant. But you're right, it's expensive. And it's so speaking it's of staffing, though, so you haven't asked my thoughts on the dining plan, and that's kind of so I love the dining plan. We used to use it all the time, but that's kind of my concerns right now. Are like, can they staff to it? So I hope they will do better staffing because you know, the reservations are going to go through the roof now, Mike, right? People have these dining plans. Right. And I, and I worry about that. Me as like a consumer, like, dang, I got to be right there on 60 days now. Like it's kind of challenging now. Just imagine when the dining plans are out, it's going to be really hard to get some of our favorites, which is fine. But I just hope like the staffing is there and I hope the quality doesn't take a dip. That's another thing I'm worried about with the dining plan. So you make ADRs. I don't make them. I mean, like we're going in July. I actually today at lunch, um, or well, we had brunch for for Mother's Day with the girls and and my wife. And um, while we were sitting there, I, I shared I shared our ADRs that you had made, and everybody's yeah. getting excited. Mallory got super excited about Crystal Palace, by the way. Um, and everybody got super excited. I, about I, I did that one with her in mind. I, I assume know, I that you're going to use a thing because I know the girls won't have annual passes, so I I think no, getting, you might be using it. A ticket that day. Yeah, we're going to have theme park tickets for the back half of the trip, not, not, not the front half. So, so I did book have, that yeah. with her in mind because we had a great time with her. Like you and Pam were off doing something, but Mallory joined the three of us and she had a great time at that meal before. Yeah, she loves that place. And yeah, Pam and, and uh, Paige were excited too. I don't know if Paige is going to be there, but if she is, she'll be going. Um, so uh, anyway, we'll get her in. So here's the deal though. 
do you think you're going to, are you finding it easier to make ADRs? Like when you, for these harder to, to, to book yeah. places like post COVID because there's no dining plan. What, what do you think? Like is, is our ADRs easier to come by now than say 2019? I, I would say yes and no. So here's like the, the weird answer. It depends on the time of year. So I think summer ADRs are easier to get. Cause you and I have talked about this many times that I don't think summer is like the hot item anymore. Well, I mean, it's hot when you're there, but I think it used to be like, Oh, you got to take your summer trips down there. I've noticed that like, especially like after 4th of July, like I think the crowds go down a little bit there. So I've been finding it pretty easy to find things we want outside of one restaurant, Narcoozies, which gosh, if anyone can get a Narcoozies, holler at your boy. Cause I would love to get back you didn't in Narcoozies. Well, it's my favorite restaurant, but since it's reopened, like it's the hottest item. Really? You cannot get, yeah. You cannot get in there since the refurbishment. It's crazy. But um, but outside of that, I can get everything I want. I got a homecoming brunch easily, which I never find anymore. You know, like I got a Topolino. I could see Topolino's dinners and breakfast, and those are normally a hot item. So I've been it, so it kind of depends on the year, uh, the time of year, like Marathon Weekend. It might be kind of tough right. because you got all these runners that want to do all these meals with characters and such. So that gets tough at 60 days. But so it, it's not a really solid answer. So my answer basically is at the time of year. But I would say, generally speaking, though, it is pretty challenging to still get them. It's only going to get worse once the dining plan is out. No, that's right. Because, I mean, and that's the whole thing is like, I encourage folks that have packages to get the dining plan. You're going to pay for your food either way. You may as well pay for it. I'm as one of people like to make it all inclusive, pay for it, right. part of your package, have it out of the way, just pay your gratuity. Yeah, that's a nice thing. Yeah, dining. don't forget to pay your gratuity. I think yeah. and, you I know, think tip, everyone tip listening well. to this knows to do that, but yeah. I just worry that some people think that's included, which it is definitely not. Right, and tip well because people are working really hard, you know, and especially exactly. once you've prepaid your food, I think that this, at least me, like that makes me want to tip more because I'm not, I've already paid for the food, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's just me. But uh, Swansea searchers asking the issue with the dining plan is that we love signature dining at the Springs. Doesn't it, does this not include non Disney restaurants? Yeah, you're right. It only does include Disney owned restaurants again, could change. We don't have details on it, but typically that is how it works because it's, it's an opt in and there are some exclusions. You know what? I would love to, them to bring back. This just like triggered something for me with the dining would be <laughs> the tables in wonderland. Do you remember that thing? Right. Oh my God. Like I still have my old, my latest one in my wallet. People I mean, keep, the, I know I, I see all kinds of people always on Twitter. Like yeah. I've kept this just in case like, dude, give it up. It was 20, 2017. Yeah. Like it is not, yeah. that is not going to be valid. It's not coming back. I mean, I used to use that card so much when I would come home in East Lansing, like the first couple of meals would we go out. I would, it was such a habit to get the card out that I'd be at the Outback Steakhouse getting my tables of Wonderland card out. Like, Oh no, no, we that's right. They don't accept that here. <laughs> So it's too bad they don't. Well, let me get the phone number because again, we always get all these calls stacked up in the last like 15 minutes. 407-413-9395. Phone lines are wide open right now. Get in. Let's talk. We could talk Disney Dining. We could talk Eat to the Beat concerts. We could talk Genie Plus changes. What would you like to see? Three days out, five days out, 30, 60 days out. It's going to be a pay system, but what would you change? We got lots on the table for you tonight. Tables in Wonderland, though, for folks that don't remember or, you know, we always get new folks that maybe this is going to be their first trip down. Kind of summarize what that was, because I think the key to that was if you're somebody who likes to have a beverage on your vacation, dude, that was a steal. And if you went as a group, if you had somebody like if you went as a table, holy cow, that thing could save you a ton of money. Yeah, as a steal, if you liked the the alcoholic beverages, for sure, Um, because when you let's think about today's world. Like a lot of restaurants will take an annual pass or a Disney vacation club discount, usually about 10% off. 
but that's never on your alcoholic beverage, which makes sense, right? I mean, it's like a specialty kind of item. So it'd be like off your food and like your soda, you get 10% off, which is really great. But the tables in Wonderland, which is only offered to annual pass holders, DVC members, and like Florida residents, yep, yep, yep. was 20% off. Now you did now it did cost you up front. Like how much you know, was it like was 120 like, bucks or something to buy? I think it was originally like 75, then it was a hundred, then it got to like 125. Yeah. But every time it increased, it was still worth it to me. Because to your point, Mike. Now you could only use like one card. Like the person that had the card had to pay for the whole meal. So you couldn't really do like split checks. So if like if me and Mike were together and Mike didn't have it, I couldn't, I we couldn't split the checks yeah. and I got the discount. You that just was have to like, cool. I'd have to hook you up after. But the it's so much easier meal. today with like Venmo yeah, and things, exactly. or PayPal like, and things like that. Apple, so, Apple Pay, Apple Cash. So if yeah. you had like a group of 10, because it was good up to 10 people and you went out and everyone had like a cocktail or the adults had one cocktail, you got a couple appetizers and had all these big meals. I mean, that's a five to $600 meal normally. So yeah. that would cover your purchase in one meal. And it was and good then for a year. Free roll in the rest of the time. Basically. It was good for a year. Or no, it was, it, was, it year. Not, was it not good for 18 months one time? I think even. Yeah. One time it was good for 18 months. And like, if you timed it right, like it was good through like the next month's like last day. So once I got it like on like March 1st and it was good through like April 30th or something like the next year. Cause I, so I got like two free months basically. It was so awesome. So if you like timed the way you purchased it, it was great. But I, I just, I mean, I never, I didn't think, I honestly didn't think they would bring the dining plan back. I mean, I know it was so popular, right? And it's really good when you book packages and things like that, but I'm, I could, I would bet money that they'll never bring the, unfortunately the tables of Wonderland back. Because like, I don't know how they could, be making money off of that. Like it was, it felt like I was like stealing from this when I used but, it. It was such a great deal. I, I know. And I thought the exact same thing, it, but I mean, you know, they had to come out ahead on the thing or else oh, they wouldn't they have offered because they, they offered it year it. after year after year. I mean, they offered yeah. it until COVID. I mean, I, I just, don't, they didn't yeah. take it away until COVID. Did they? I think that was when it ended. Did it end before yeah, COVID? I mean, it, they stopped selling them. I mean, I mean, yeah, I, during like the early days of COVID, they just stopped selling them. But if you had one, you could still use it and they would give like the extra three months or whatever. So the, the person I knew that had the latest one was actually Pam because she got it like on yeah. March like 15th is when she renewed it or whatever, which is like right when the her best friend, then her best friends with Pam. Yeah. <laughs> I, remember, I remember dining with them once and she's like, I got my tables in Wonderland and the server was like, no, nah, that's not going to be good. She's like, oh, believe me, it's good. And he was like, oh my God, like you got it like the last day you can get it. Awesome. I just remember because I always bought it too because, and, but it, you know, it was one of those things because I'm, I'm a cheap wad, right? And the whole thing was, I'd hate to spend, you know, cause I'm saying it was almost like you're buying a coupon, you know what I'm saying? Like you're buying something to have the opportunity to save money. But if you just thought about it for 10 seconds, it's like, Mike, yeah. you're going to have this for 18 months. You use it like three times and you know, you're going to use this like probably 20 times and like the break coming out. The break even point was so easy to figure out because it, it was 20% off. So if, if it cost a hundred dollars, once you spent $500 on it, you know, you were good. You got your money's worth and you know what I loved about it. So it was kind of like the gratuity, right? So it'd be like, you would get 20% off at the table service, yep, but yep. then they would add 18% gratuity. So you're kind of like getting your gratuity free, but there were certain restaurants. So like say pop century resort that did not have a table service restaurant, you could use it at the food court and you would just get a straight up 20% off. There is um, restaurants in Animal Kingdom because this is at a time Animal Kingdom didn't have very many table service restaurants. So 
You could go to Pizzafari. You can go to Flame Tree, and it would just be like a straight up twenty percent off your meal, which was so awesome. Oh man, I miss it. No, I think uh, French Quarter uh, food court. Yeah, because they didn't have it. Because yeah. they didn't have a yeah. table service. Basically, yeah, if it was at a location did. that didn't yeah. have a table service restaurant, because it was ba- that's basically what this card was made for was the table service restaurants. But if you were at a place that didn't, like a hotel or, or a resort or whatever, yeah, you got it at their counter service or their food courts, and that was just. Dude, it was so easy. Like at Pop Century, you know, you go get breakfast and like, I mean, yeah. you get like a forty dollar breakfast, twenty percent off. Boom, and that adds up in a, week, in a week. I mean, that's a lot over a week. I know. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do, okay. Now we it we, added up. Okay. Hashtag bring back tables. Okay. So that's why I was I struggled sometimes <laughs> when like because like like do we get the dining plan or do we use tables in, or like or do we get tables in Wonderland? That was like seriously like math I would do in my head. Like okay, this is where we're eating. This is what. It would cost for the dining plan and all, tables always one just twenty percent is like a, a crazy number. This is what Scott was doing at work on Mondays instead of basically work. back in the day before <laughs> I was a manager. That's what I did. All right, we have our next caller. Hey, who's joining us? Hey guys, it's Brandon from New Hampshire. Also, Swansea searcher in the chat. Oh, what's up, Brandon? Hey, thanks for thanks for giving us a holler. Hope you have a good weekend. Oh no, we had a fantastic week down there. We were down there the sixth through the thirteenth, and I will tell you, I've never seen crowds as low as they were this past week. It was fantastic. It's a blessing and a curse, man. I, I, I you know, it's awesome when you're there and there's not many people there. But let's, uh, let's hope it kind of balances out. But I'm, when you're there, Absolutely. you're winning, though, right? That's good to see, though. It's good to have a week like that. Yeah, for sure. I just wanted to bring up another thing that you guys, I don't think you really ever talked about, is um, we are a Disney visa uh chase card holder and so when we got over to epcot and my wife got to meet mickey mouse and goofy over next to figment there over in the imagination pavilion she was elated to be able to walk into there in the air conditioning when it was 92 degrees outside this past week and just meet these characters one-on-one they spent a good seven eight minutes with us taking pictures it was just absolutely fantastic what a great benefit for the card so Scott and I talked about this on a show uh, probably about six months ago or so. Now we were talking about, do you remember back in the day? I don't know if you remember this, but that we've talked about this exact benefit that nobody talks about anymore. Back in the day with this benefit, not only did you get this like one-on-one quality time with a Disney character, sometime it was Pluto, sometime it was Mickey Mouse. I always got Pluto because we, we did it every trip and it seemed like there was a lot of time it was Pluto. But back in the day, you got like a physical photo like you would go to the photoshop by the base of spaceship earth like on your way out of the park and you got like a full yeah, on right. like they eight by ten printed yeah photo correct yeah. i mean for free you know what i mean you got a physical thing like they don't give you free stuff typically if scott you you remember you got that too right oh my god we did it all the time like <laughs> we would we would go to epcot i mean we would go to epcot like three to four times a trip with like park hopping like whether you were you started your day there you ended your day there where was always at epcot so yeah we always did that but they would still give me though, Mike, because I'm on my way out of that gift shop. I would buy like two diet cokes and water, or something. so I, I was still spending money. But yeah, I love it. you're a good you're a good consumer. <laughs> yeah, you you still spent the money, Scott. Yeah. So, so Brandon, we're, tell me about some dining you did, like because you and me, like we're usually on par on the same page with, with the dining. So, Absolutely. so where'd you go? I'm sure you went to Toledo. I'll tell you, right? For the first time, we did Chef Art Smith's, and that oh, was God. absolutely fantastic. My wife got the. Uh, the fried chicken meal, of course, she had to get the fried chicken. And I got the chicken paillard, which is new on their meal, which has a, like, lemon uh, caper sauce on top of it. I mean, it was absolutely fantastic. They're, they're, it's almost like a schnitzel. They're pounded down really thin, then fried, 
absolutely delicious. We got the fried green tomatoes, which were fantastic. We got the uh, hush puppies, which had a little kick to them, a little bit of heat with a pepper jelly sauce that went along with it. This was our first time trying Chef Art Smith's, and oh my God, were we impressed. Oh my, I love hush puppies, and those sound like next level hush puppies, and we're going there. Uh, was it before the cruise or after the cruise? Um, so I have, a, I have a brunch for four. I need to work on trying to get more. Dude, well, dude you're not going. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Or you just toss just toss me a couple hush puppies over the fence. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> no, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, that down. sounds good. So you went there for dinner then, it sounds like. Because um, I'm like, uh, we did it kind of like a mid afternoon. We did like a two okay. thirty in the afternoon reservation, you know, kind of like mid afternoon. So that way you're nice. not, we eat breakfast at Pop when we go there in May. And again, I, I can't complain about their breakfast. It's it's cafeteria food, but it's like not high school cafeteria food. It's it's elevated. It's no different than going to any other resort like Coronado. I'm not going to say it's amazing, but it fills the spot. You know what I mean? So we ate breakfast mm-hmm. early. We went to the parks, and then we went over to Chef Art Smith's at Disney Springs on our day off on Wednesday, and it was fantastic. We did a bunch, way too much shopping. But also with the Disney Visa card, it's kind of nice when you get into these stores, especially the Disney World store there, um, you get 10% off your purchases of anything over 50 bucks, whether it's in the parks or, you know, World of Disney or whatever. And also a lot of the restaurants, Chef Art Smith's being one of those two, which was another 10% off. So the card really isn't fantastic as far as the benefits, unless you're actually in Disney World. I didn't even know that. So thank God you told me that. I got to jot all this down. So 10% off at home. Because we're going down on the 1st, and our cruise is on the 3rd, and we aren't going to have tickets for that day and a half that we're there. And we're just going to go to Disney Springs and browse and snack and eat and you know hang out at dig sites. Yeah, Polite so. Pig's another one, Mike. That oh. You actually get 10% off at Polite Pig. Oh, my God. Any we're there. The, uh, <laughs> any of the merchandise locations around, like even Connections, uh, you get into what's the one that you come out of Epcot, uh, and when you're walking in, not the main entrance, but the World Showcase entrance there, the one on the left-hand side, when you start coming up the little hill there, uh, is it, oh, I can't remember the name of the gift shop. That's another one that's got the gift. Oh, that, that wor- World Traveler? World Traveler show? Yeah. Store? Yeah. Yes. World I like Traveler that little store. That well. Yeah, I like that little store. It's a nice They thing. always have great festival merchandise. They do. Like, or, like they if do. there's like an Orange Bird Festival or a Figment or whatever, yeah. like all sorts of good stuff in there. Probably got a really good deal on Harmonious will- stuff right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you right now, this past week at Flower and Garden, there were characters everywhere. We saw Daisy in a multiple spots. We saw Mickey Goofy everywhere. Chip and Dale were everywhere, especially in Epcot. And we actually saw um, oh, Aurora over by France when you're walking into, we were doing Ratatouille, and she's on the right-hand side. You got that little roped-off area, which is probably 10 by 12 feet or whatever. There were characters everywhere this past week and they showed up at pop century in a special little bus where chip dale and daisy get out of the bus and they were greeting people walking in and out of the resort i mean this past week was fantastic for character interactions that bus now first time i saw the bus was during covid when they're really trying to you know jazz things up when there wasn't as much happening i'm glad they kept that that's that's one of the yeah, things they did. you know we started at coronado springs back yeah. in 2021 when during covid for the first time and we got off and there was pluto and goofy standing there and we're like what the hell is this and right. the bus that sits there is like a really cool little it's like an extended short bus i guess from a high school but not as big as like a coach bus right and the thing is i'm glad that disney has taken lessons that okay we had to we had to really modify things up you know in 2020 2021 because of the circumstances but they have at least over the past like six months, 
You know, it's it's like, you know, the Harmonious wasn't well received. I mean, some people loved it. Scott, I mean, Scott was a big fan of it. But, I mean, they didn't about face on that. You know, the Disney dining plan, they're bringing it back. They're not bringing back all four plans. They're bringing back the two most popular plans. You know, that people right. don't like theme park reservations. They're they're trying to phase them out for some people. Not everybody yet, but some. I mean, it, at least I'm thinking that they're trying to to get people what they're looking for. And, it, it, you know, the biggest word that I'm kind of seeing, you know, is and I'm trying to look at the big, you know, 30,000 foot pictures like compromise. Right. Because obviously they're a company. They want people to be happy because that makes them the most amount of money. You know, that that's the bottom line. They want to make the most they want to keep the consumer happy to make the most amount of money. But it's also compromise because I thought, you know, like for like, you know, nine months ago, it was always I felt like Disney was just getting to be like, it's our way or the highway. You know what? Like you love us. Right. And you're either going to if you love us, you're going to stick with us or just too bad. So sad. And I don't feel that way anymore. I feel a lot better. Like, I, I feel like we're kind of meeting halfway. Like we're the fans are getting everything they want, but we're getting some of what we want right now. So I, I can live with that. Absolutely. I mean, again, the nickel and diming thing is, is a conversation a lot of people have. And I look at it as they, they're a business. You know, they, they have to make money. I don't think that they're in the same mindset with the previous CEO is that they're trying to price people out as much. But also they're trying to give you as much experience as in the park to make the value for the dollar. Like we saw Divine as soon as we walked into the park, which is fantastic at Animal Kingdom the other day on Friday, which was great. Kevin was everywhere around that park. I mean, there were characters everywhere. Doug was to be found. I mean, it was, I think they're trying to appease everybody at the same time, being the fact that the prices are so high. I don't think that it's the same mindset where, yeah, everybody complains online that they're pricing people out, but they're also trying to increase the value at the same time, to be honest with you. I mean, I, this last trip was fantastic to see a lot of those character interactions more time with little kids, you know, that mm-hmm. Daisy was walking up to these little kids and is posing for pictures as a walk around character with their security guards versus just walking through and waving. So I, I got to give them credit for that. Right. When I was down there for the 10 miler that weekend, speaking of that store, the, the world traveler over there at the international gateway entrance, I saw Daisy kind of pop out from the side of that store, you know, cause there's like a doorway there where the characters can come in and out. And she grabbed a little, like a little girl was just like, you know, cause like all of a sudden, boom, there's a character there. Right. You know what I mean? Any little kid would freak out because it just came out from like, you know, you didn't even notice like a gate there and all of a sudden, boom, like character pops out. Daisy pops out with a handler and immediately this girl's like, just, she's probably like three. She's like just you know, goo goo eyed and Daisy grabbed her hand and walked her hand in hand to her, wherever her meet and greet spot was up that hill. I didn't see where they ended up going and they were going for a long way. And like the mom was going nuts. Like you're walking with Daisy and she was taking, I mean, but it was like, I mean, like I'd seen this at Disneyland, but I had never seen this happen at Walt Disney world, especially at Epcot. Like, I mean, Epcot's crazy, but it was, this was the commercial moment that like, they're going to go home and tell this to a hundred people. You know, it doesn't matter really what else happened on that trip. This is what they're going to talk about. And those pictures are going to be all over social media. They might have 10 friends. They might have a thousand friends. I don't care. They're going to talk about that for five years. And I am talking about it right now because it may, I don't know who they are, but it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. No, we saw Alice for the first time in a long time uh, over by the Canada Pavilion. Then we started walking back down to catch the Skyliner. And for the first time ever, and we've been coming here for years now, 
the Mad Hatter was doing a meet and greet right by World Travelers, the, the store there, on the right-hand side, and the guy sounded exactly like the movie. I mean, he was making cracks about the Alice in Wonderland movies and, and you know, commentary about the Cheshire Cat and stuff like that. It was absolutely hilarious, but I've never seen him in the park before. Yeah. I mean, Scott, your character, like, I'm not even, I like watching characters like third person. Cause you know, I'm just, oh, me too. I'm not a movie I'm not person. I'm, that's not my thing. <laughs> yeah. I, but I mean, I, I you got to have them in a Disney park though, because it's the atmosphere, right? Absolutely. It's, it's the, it's the wallpaper. It's the experience. And I love seeing kids meet their, the hero, you know, their heroes, whether it is the Mad Hatter or who, have, you know, I mean, I love seeing like Frozone and Buzz Lightyear and stuff, but I mean, Scott, uh, you guys are, in, you know, oh, more yeah. into the characters. I mean, they're, they're, I, they're the heart I, and I like soul. They bring the it to life. Not so- it's not so much as more my daughter isn't into it as much as she gets older, but it's still fun. Like I just, that's just, it's what Disney is to me. Right. It's just seeing those characters it reminds me of our early trips, you know, where that's, we did more, we spent more time in lines for characters than we did attractions. Um, we also spent more time in restaurants than we did attractions too mm-hmm. in those early days. Yeah, but, uh, I'm, I'm um, with you there, Scott. I'm more time yeah. in the lines for the restaurants. My wife is a character <laughs> fanatic. She's 48 years old and has the heart of a 10 year old. I'm this telling is, you, she yeah. she gets so good. It's fun though. It's it, fun. It, it, I mean, it's not for everybody, but it, it's fun for me. I love it. That's what I love about Disney, though, is we can all have the things we like, right? I mean, I'm I'm getting less and less about the attractions. I hate to say that, like, because 10 years ago Mike, I was I'm, all I'm about attractions, you. dude. I I am so looking forward to just hanging out at the Grand Floridian in Coronado Springs and being on the cruise ship. I mean, I'm excited about being at Walt Disney World, but I'm being less and less excited about Space Mountain and Haunted Mansion and all that stuff. And it's wild because I used to be all about that and it wasn't that long ago. And I don't feel like it's an age thing. I think it's just about my tastes are changing. And I think it's okay. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Haunted Mansion is still my go-to ride. That's my favorite, absolutely. But we're more about walking around and like the Disney world railroad being there open this time. We did amazing. We, in four hours, we did 12 rides at magic kingdom, but we also rode the railroad four times, not included in those 12. So we were able to get on the railroad and just ride it around the park and use it as transportation at the same time, but just soaking in the atmosphere from what I remember when I was younger. And we, we came a couple of times in high school. Again, like I said, the marching band thing was the times I ever came but just to get on that train again and soak up the, uh, the riverboat, you know, I got my wife on it for the first time and, and the amazing pictures I took from the backside of haunted mansion and what the castle looks like from the top of the riverboat and, you know, Tom Sawyer Island and the rocking chairs and stuff like that. It just, to me, it's less about the rides, but it's more about the, the experience and the atmosphere, enjoying the resort, enjoying the dining, you know, go about it casually because, again, for that'd be different for somebody that's coming once a year or once in a lifetime. We just enjoy it. The more we come, the more we get to experience, and the more fun it is. Hundred, you said it yeah. just perfect. I mean, Scott said I, I just it see it as like my park, like my my local park. Like if I was just going for a walk here in East Lansing, it's just my park where I want to just sit down and like people watch and maybe grab an ice cream cone or whatever. Like it's just my place to just be and relax. And it's cool that there's roller coasters and stuff, but. And maybe I'll do one every now and then, but like, yeah, I just want to be in that in that atmosphere, just people watching, just enjoying the breeze or what 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 have you, and the resorts too. I like to do the same thing with the resorts. That's my that's my jam. I these will days, leave you with resorts. this last thought on my my time is we did Guardians of the Galaxy back in December when it first well we were down there at least, and we got that Run Run Rudolph variety. We got uh, everybody wants to rule the world twice while we were down there, which is fantastic. Great. It's great. Test tracks fantastic. 
I'm going to go out on a limb here and tell you that we did Tron, and it was didn't hold a candle to Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a, such a short ride. It was fun, but for the amount of people that wait, the amount of time that they do to do Tron, I couldn't imagine not paying for that and getting on it. And even by paying for it, I was very disappointed. That that was a pretty short ride for five years worth of construction and shutting down my railroad. Hot take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need one more restaurant though. Where where else did you go besides Arsenal? Did you go to Toledo? I know it's usually I need to make a sound effect for like Brandon's hot take of the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, give one more restaurant and then we'll cut you loose. We did uh, we did Toledo again. We actually traveled over to Coronado Springs again because now they're a Michelin-recognized restaurant at the top of Grand Destino. I don't know if you guys knew that, but they're actually recognized again. So uh, now they're not a Michelin star restaurant. They're Michelin-recognized. But, yeah, no, we, we've always had a good time with at the Tapas Bar there at the top of uh, Grand Destino Tower. So I will leave you gentlemen with that. But, yes, my hot take on Tron, Guardians is much better. See, I like I like Tron better just for the fact that I can't do Guardians. I can't spin. I can do it once. See, I, I don't think do Tron. Do but like you so don't spin, you turn. Yeah, you know, you know get get real here. You don't spin. You turn a little bit. You know, keep your eyes <laughs> forward. Whatever direction that ride vehicle is putting you in, stay focused on that direction. Don't turn your head left or right. Yes, that would make me sick. I'm guessing, but if you keep your eyes forward. Keep your eyes on the prize. I think keep you your eyes on the prize. There's, there's another one of your hot takes there, Mike. <laughs> keep your eyes on the prize. Because I know the girls are going to want to do it, so I'll probably do it once. And I'll probably regret there you it. Go. But I'll, I'll regret it like two seconds in. You know, as it's launching, I'm like, stupid, shouldn't have done this. And then I'm just going to be holding on well, for dear life. Don't forget, they always have the open top trash cans when you come out of that See? The, any, any ride that you got to have that at the end, not good. Not not fun. Yeah, no, not, absolutely not. not. But uh, again, to their credit, they don't have puke bags le- yet, like uh, Mission Space. Yeah, that's and see, I can do that one, but the sun's <laughs> wrong. I don't know. Anyway, hey, Brandon, we appreciate the call. Great stuff, yeah, and uh, you have a great week. Have a good we'll night, talk to you next week, hopefully. Have a good one. Bye. All right, Brandon, hey, hot takes and good good yeah, thoughts. We didn't even talk about the hat. Like he loves this hat that I'm wearing. That's we true. Didn't even talk about it. That I think true. he's got two of them because he had the. <laughs> Because you got to have a backup. All the, right? It's true. I did see that hat when I was down there for uh, yeah. for uh, the ten mile I'm weekend. Curious. I'm excited to know if there's going to be like any 25th anniversary like cruise line hats. I saw a lot of teal stuff, but yeah. it, it seemed mostly girly stuff. Did like the I'm stuff fine I've with seen. that. Like I love all colors. No, but it was more like like backpacks and stuff, like, like and, and, and like spirit jerseys. Like okay. I, like I want a like a polo or something. You know what I'm saying? Like a like, like just, yeah. I don't know. I want one we'll of those find, Nike we'll, shirts. We'll find out. We'll find out in like seven weeks. You're gonna buy that um the the Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> I don't think I can. <laughs> I told Pam. I told my wife. I said, I don't think Scott. I, told, I was telling her about the the speaker. I said it's cool looking. I was like, but it's like 150 bucks. I was like, so we're not gonna get it. I said, but I bet you Scott does. And I said, she said, does Scott have a pool? I said, I don't think he has a pool, but he did say he's got a bathtub. <laughs> I mean, Uncle Orville needs to jam out too, though. I'm just saying. But uh, my in-laws have a pool, though, so it could be kind of cool to take there. Oh, that's or so like funny. my or my quiet pool at Old Key West, where I'm oh, always the only person in. Dude, that would be a baller move to bring it on your vacation. Yeah, yeah you, totally. And you, my, and you play my Scotty's feeling yachty playlist. It's oh, perfect, dude. What if you, oh, dude? You're onto something here. You buy the little wish 
Bluetooth speaker and say, yeah, you're the quiet pool at Old Key West and you put on the Old Key West loop. Oh. Because <laughs> you dude. got you got all the loops. You got yeah. you you have almost every loop. That's and what, what about that? I sent about. you that t- the um, I sent you and oh, Wade the, the, the loop from Trader. That loop is awesome. I've listened yeah, to that loop is. like five times. Yeah. That is a great loop. I'm trying to come up with like a Caribbean like beach to like to have like that like cast castaway here or whatever. And I just keep basically saying, like, well, I got the old Key West loop. <laughs> that should be good enough, right? I mean, it that's is. what it kind of feels like. Jen had a question here, so I was scrolling back here real quick. 407-413-9395, give us a call. you got to be as good as Brandon. Now you don't have to be that good because he's pretty awesome. And he has a really good voice, better than both of us, so it's pretty good, too. Everyone's got a better voice. Dude, than he, but, yeah. he's, he should be a radio DJ. Uh, Jenna says, so my son may be going to San Diego for a music competition. If you only had one day at Disneyland, what would you do? So I would get Genie Plus for sure. Yes. And I'd probably get a one-day hopper ticket and just go at it. I would hop. I would. I mean, I know it's pricey, but like, Mike, you, I've listened to episodes that are, I'm not even on, and you, and you tell the story about how DCA is my favorite domestic mm-hmm. Disney park. I mean, you got Radiator Springs, you got the whole like Avengers Campus, like it is a gorgeous park. So I would definitely park hop. I would not do any table service dining because I would just take up too much time. Just do quick service, be quick because you got one day, and I just just go all out and just non-stop right and definitely genie plus that's the best tip you can give right there mike yeah and especially to like get there park opening i mean you know you can get so so i would start at disneyland and i would start in fantasy land and get that stuff just and just wipe out fantasy land stacking genie plus because I would almost, I almost, I would try to stack your at California Adventures. That's what I would yeah. do. I, I'd, I'd be in Disneyland, doing Fantasyland first, and stacking DCA and go from there. I would also buy an individual Lightning Lane for Radiator Springs because that's going to save you a lot of time. I would too. It's going to get expensive, but man, you're going to have a killer day. <laughs> I hate those shirts that say "Most Expensive Day Ever," but this is starting those. to turn. This into is. That. This is. Yeah. It will be. Don't wear the shirt. <laughs> yeah. Just don't wear the shirt. <laughs> I hate those shirts too. That like, that'll be fun. And good luck at the music competition in San Diego. I'm actually kind of curious to hear about that. That sounds awesome. Yes, and yeah, I agree. And we get a lot of folks who. uh who go to San Diego with their with their um, Disneyland trips? I, I know you're a huge fan of that. You fly yeah. into fly. You actually flew in and out of San Diego yeah. this past. I time. just love that town and like going to the zoo is great. And there's so many like restaurants, beaches in that area. And that drive up to Disneyland is just on like the Pacific Coast Highway is just one of the coolest drives you can take. How long is the drive of that? Is that 45 minutes? I mean, it hour? depends on the traffic. Uh, longer than that, it's like an hour and a half ish, I would say. But it's fun. It's I mean, you're just you're just driving along the ocean, man. You see the, <laughs> you see the ocean the whole time. For, most of the time. I mean, there's places where you got to go like inland more, you know, to like do some curves and stuff, but then you kind of get back on, on the coast. It's awesome. I might have to do that next time. I, Cause this last time I flew into LAX just because I'm a huge amazing race fan and I want to see LAX. Cause that's always where they fly out of at the initial yeah. like rush out of the country. And uh, it, it's nothing special. <laughs> like the little Italy area in um, San Diego is awesome. Way turned me on to like my new favorite breakfast spot uh, called Morning Glory. So if I'm in Southern California, I have to go to Morning Glory now. It's the coolest spot for breakfast. Dang. So, no, uh, that's, so that's what you do, man. You book a couple of days in San Diego. I know you're not as big as a zoo guy. I mean, I don't think you are. No, but not really. San Diego Zoo is awesome. It is really pretty. But I would, um, if if the Potterers are playing, I like. I mean, I 
I'm more of a Dodgers guy than a Padres guy. I know you're a Padres guy over a Dodgers guy, but I like San Diego. I yeah, mean, I both know, are, I know. Both. and yeah. I like Dodger Stadium, dude. I, I fell in love with Dodger yeah. Stadium. That place, dude, Petco is, is awesome, though, man. There's I know. Some great oh, I know. It's I'm, very cool. Yeah, I, yeah, because that has that old building in left field. I want to go to that park. It looks gorgeous. Yeah. Everybody says the weather's amazing. Like I didn't even know this. I mean, he would know. I know William's a West Coast guy, but I didn't realize that the PCH went all the way up into Washington State. That's awesome. <laughs> like, dude, where's Disneyland? We're in, we're in uh, Washington. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's Canada coming up. Next exit. Uh, I think we missed our exit. <laughs> Crazy. All right, four zero seven four one three nine three nine five. How about we talk about real quick the artists for Eat to the Beat. Ooh, okay. Well, here, we're not going to read them all, but I'll, I'll get some of the ones that you may have heard of and see if this gets you excited. Uh, we got Tiffany. Uh, we got Ruben Stuttered. Remember him from American, American Idol? He's American Idol guy, right? Dude, that, he should have won. Oh, he, like Clay Aiken won or something. Right, right or, but Ruben was awesome, I thought. I think, well, do we have him backwards? Did second. Clay win? I don't remember. No, I think, I think okay. Clay Aiken won. I don't okay. know. In the chat, let us know. But I think Ruben came in second. But Ruben was awesome. Uh, I remember Ruben had a song called "This Is My Sorry" for 2004. I liked that song. That was my jam. Oh no, Ruben won. They're saying okay. Yeah, I thought Ruben won and no, Clay was runner up. Yeah. yeah, my mom was a huge Clay Aiken fan. That's how I felt like I knew that for some. But reason. Clay Aiken had kind of a bigger career, though. I think right. I think that's how it worked. Ruben won, but Clay had the bigger. Like yeah. He got a contract or something after. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, anyway, well, Ruben gets to play at Epcot, so what's up? <laughs> He's going to yeah. be there. Where's Clay? Yeah, come on now. Like, this is the big time right here. <laughs> Let's see. The Bacon Brothers. I guess that's Kevin Bacon, and maybe he's got a brother. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, so what's up with that? Like, I want to go to that just to see Kevin Bacon. <laughs> is he going to go, I thought this was a party. Let's dance. Like in yeah. Footloose, and everybody's going to be like, yeah, burn, yes. burn, 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 burn. That'd be awesome. Well, how great would that be? <laughs> Joy. He just does like the Footloose soundtrack <laughs> and like Kenny Loggins comes out. Let's too. hear it for the boy. That's, that's actually on my marathon list, my playlist. Let's hear it for the boy. Yep. Dude, that song fires me up, man. You I just love it. admitted to that Dude. on the air. Dude, that bass. Boom, 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 boom. Ooh, man, it's my jam. This is why you need to listen to the Sunday night shows, people. You don't get this on the Monday, Wednesday, Friday shows. Uh, let's see, we got Joey Fatone and friends. So he's the guy that he's the huge Disney fan who was was in sync or, or Backstreet Boys, one of those boy um, bands. He I ran like he runs, he runs some of the Disney races too. I think I think yeah. he did the full marathon one year. Let's see who else. Oh uh, no, in sync. I was corrected. In sync. In sync. I had a 50-50 shot. <laughs> bye 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 bye. Let's see. We got Baja Men. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out. Yeah. Mercy Me. Ray Parker Jr. Isn't he the Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters. Guy? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, these people have one song like 30 years ago. Yeah. And they get to sing it up, God. See, I'm curious what their other set list. I know. You know, <laughs> does he do like a 20 minute version of Ghostbusters or is there like other songs in the catalog? That's true. Yeah. Is he, yeah. Is he could be some Ghost- covers. Cause like when I saw, I know you're going to read another list, like Boys the Men. I mean, they were playing Lenny Kravitz songs. They played Come Together by the Beatles. It was, I mean, I know I talked about it on the show, but that was the best set I've ever seen at Epcot of all time. It was so great. Oh my gosh. Oh, to- Toby Mac. And then there's uh, for two nights, Celebrity Latin Town. I, don't I guess that's like a cover band. Is. Maybe let's see. Uh, 98 Degrees. The see, it gets better towards the end of the, the as yeah, we get into like the now, end of September, man. moving into October. Then Boys to Men. The there it is. is. There it is. Uh, just in case, sing 
plan your trip September 29th, October 2nd. See, that's weird. I saw them during wine and dine. So they're there early this year. Well, this is during wine and dine. I mean, I meant like food and like the wine and dine, like the food and like the wine and dine race weekend. Oh, the race. Yeah. So this would be like. So that's early. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's way early. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be way early. Mark Wills, he's a good country singer, actually. Uh, October sixth, seventh. Sugar Ray, that's Pam's. Pam will be booking a trip because she, yeah, she thinks. I mean, they got a great like five to six songs. Like I already know their set list, and it's gonna be great. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Hobostank, Hobostank. I don't know them. I can't remember them. Uh, Air Supply. Do they have? I saw them a lot when I was in high school. I saw them at Six Flags. Because I, yeah. I had a season pass, and yeah, back in the day, oh, they have good songs. Good. They got some good songs, but oh, like yeah. a lot of people like to put them in the yacht rock category, which I hundred percent disagree with. Like, really? I don't think you don't. I don't think, think Air Supply is yacht rock for me, but it's all right. They're they're like they're, so. Would you say they're like soft rock? They're they're. I mean, and yacht rock is soft rock, but it's just like it's a little too soft, or a little too slow for yacht rock. I think, but even you know, the controversy is that them. But, when when my when my um, Disney wish boat is floating on um, at an old Key West pool, you will not be hearing Air Supply come up with my yacht rock playlist. Let's see, and then you got I'm Taylor. I'm not hating on him though; I like him. You got Taylor Dane. Tell it to my heart. Uh, Billy Ocean. That's not bad. Okay. Hanson. Bop. Hanson gets a big crowd. They have they a do. huge following. They have a huge following. Like all the cast members are going to be like booking that one you know they're all going to be there for that one yeah that's that's a weird one because they weren't that popular like when they were popular oh well, i guess they exactly. were I, mean, they're, they're, I don't know kinda, a, yeah. they, it seems like they're more popular now than they were back when i, I played think so because i used to play them at the skating rink back you know back in the day uh sheila e she was popular like in the 80s big bad voodoo daddy and 38 special 38 special good rock band out of the 80s oh 38 special okay was that uh come on loosely don't let go yeah yeah, that's yeah. it. There we go. This making love out of nothing at all. There you go. That's a classic Air Supply song, right? See, that's there. not Yacht Rock to me. <laughs> so there you go. And there's a whole bunch of other ones that I've never heard of. Every in woman the in the world, like I mean, yes. that's not Yacht Rock. Yes. <laughs> Every. I like the songs, the though. I do like the songs. Anyway, so you can get your yeah. food on your your, your food. So wine I argue on this all the concerts. time, Mike. So Lansing used to have this thing called Common Ground Festival, where we have this park in downtown Lansing where artists would come our artists of this caliber, right? They were like popular at one point. Now they're like 20 years, 20, 30 years ago. They're not so popular anymore. But they would come for this music festival and it would be like 35, 40 bucks to go to it. And I always say like, that's where you get great value at Epcot. Like it's part of your ticket. Like, yes. you know what I'm saying? Like you can go and have a great day doing all these rides, drinking, eating, having all this fun, and then you go see a show at the end. How awesome is that? I think this is a great ad too for like when you have an annual pass. Because yes. so when I was down for um for, for the 10 miler, right? I was going into um the studios that day to get my grilled cheese for lunch. So I was going in like 1130 or something. And they had those like, you know, message boards out where the ticket booths before you went into the turnstiles. And they had a sign, you know, for what's happening. And I saw that there was a band called, um, what was it called? Like, oh, dude, what was the name of the band? Because it was a cover band. It was something like foreign. It was a combination of foreign journey or something like that. Or okay, that something. makes sense. Though. Yeah, so yeah, I was like, I dude, that, yeah. I was like, I got to go to that. I was like, I love foreigner and I love journey. Yeah. So I... Cause I wasn't going to go to Epcot that night. 
So I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get my grilled cheese sandwich. But then I immediately changed my plans for that night. This beauty having an annual pass. So that night, instead of doing what I was gonna do, I just at like six o'clock, I went and got a like one slice of pizza from the Vietnamese pizza window, grabbed a Coke Zero, and just walked right over to the and dude. The concert was awesome. I mean, it was awesome. a cover band, but I'm There's, like, this is great. Like, I listen to anyone. Like, li- there's something to say about live music. Like, live right. music is just so good. Like. When I was in um, Nashville for work, like, you know, I don't like country music and every bar on Broadway has like a live band playing country music, basically. And like, I loved it because there's something about live music. And that's why I love that with Epcot. And what's cool, like you said, like you brought like you had your slice of pizza, you brought your Coke and you can bring like your beer or like your I love to bring like the like the shaved ice from Japan into the theater sometimes. Like, it's so nice. Like you can just sit back, relax for like 25, 30 minutes, have a drink or whatever. It's, and be highly entertained. It's so awesome. It is. It's, a, mean, it, it's it, a really good value of your ticket. Like if you're not really, I know a lot of people call like Epcot, like a food court or whatever, like you pay this cover charge to eat and drink basically, but there's some good benefits like that, especially, and it's not just this one, Mike, there's like, they bring the Broadway performers during like the festival of the arts, like, there's those cover band ones that you just saw. Then you got the actual bands for food and wine. I mean, they're, they're just all over the place. It's awesome. That's what they're called. They're called foreigners journey. When, <laughs> thank you, Brandon. When I saw that, I'm like, I'm there. <laughs> like, I, I mean, immediately I was like, I so know did they I'm mash going. up any of their songs? <laughs> like, no, but here's the, like, wild don't thing. stop believing to like the, the, they should you know, the melody of cold as ice or something. But here's the thing. You knew exactly what they're going to play though. Right. Cause it hits a oh, both, yeah. but here's the funny thing. Cause I, I FaceTimed you and, and, and Wade and like played the music, like when they came on with like, when he uh, did don't stop believing, but the, the lead singer, he would sound just like Steve Perry. But then like when he sang foreigner, he sounded just like the lead singer of foreigner. It was wild. Like it blew my mind. Yeah. It was crazy. Cause like he, it was like, he was a dual personality or something. Cause he'd be like, I'm like, Oh my God, he sounds just like Steve Perry. And then all of a sudden he'd be like, it's cold as ice. I'm like, oh my god, he's not Steve Perry anymore. He's whoever the this guy is. Yeah. I'm like, this is wild. I mean, the guy was crazy. And the, that's what I've noticed too. Is like even the cover bands they bring in are like we saw Slippery When Wet. We saw like a Village People. Was that Village People we saw the one time cover band or it was a it was a disco band. The Bee Gees. The Bee Gees. They they were awesome. Staying alive. Staying alive. Yeah, is staying band alive. Band. I mean, it was so much, and, and it just. That whole like area just lends itself to just everybody's in a good mood. Everybody's at a theme park. It, you're right. It's fun. Like it's. I, love I think it, it needs. I think they need a third band in this group though. I think it need to, needs to be like Foreigners Journey Ario Speedwagon. Yes. Like, yeah. like that's the one band that's missing from that duo. <laughs> it's fun though. Like yeah. you know, again, it's a value add to your day's yeah. ticket and your annual pass. You know, it's yeah. just it's a good way to get over there. And oh my gosh, it's so fun. Slippery with mud. That was another one that would always yes. play. Like a Bon Jovi cover band. <laughs> I love it. Totally. We've had some good times there. I, yeah, I remember. Yeah, Slippery with mud. They were yeah. always there. Like we'd be almost every trip. When Slippery with mud was there. And you're right, staying alive, man. They yeah. they rocked. They were awesome. BG's cover band, get out. Like, and part of my theme park ticket? <laughs> yeah. I can go get a frozen beer in Japan and go watch BG songs. Like, it's so awesome. All she needs that bass. You know what was cool, though, that one time? Because there must not have been a festival going. Remember we saw, like, that Guardians of the Galaxy, like, 
That was band. wild too. Yeah, because they're they're they, do they whoever is in that band they've gotten their money's worth out of those folks because yeah. like they have yeah. played so many times because they've you know they've obviously done all the promotion for the attractions yeah. and the movie they've been over at Disney Springs when the yeah. the, the the movies open. Yeah, they're they're, they're probably they flew them out to Anaheim from sure. when they opened Mission Breakout. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they're uh. They got a good. But they were good going. though because they even played like songs in the movies, and I know now you like those songs. I mean, I know you like those songs, but you've heard some. Of, you, you know what they are now, but um, yeah, yeah. so good. I yeah, I don't know what's happening, but yeah, I love the music. So right back the Guardians band, that was sweet. Yeah, the best though, the best band was at um at Hollywood Studios when they had the Grand Floridian Orchestra play those Pixar songs. Do you remember that? Yes. No, oh, that was man. that was before COVID, right? I'm it sure was it was before COVID. Yeah, yeah, it was in the theater for Beauty and the Beast. That was the yeah. Um, they would all yeah. They would do like Beauty and the Beast halftime, they play, and then they would do this Pixar show, and it was unbelievably yes. Good. That was super cool. And then, pff, gone, yeah, 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 that was. You're right. Yeah, and, um, we could get into a whole thing, but we're at the end of the show. But the whole thing is, it's live music, and I think, for one, a place like Walt Disney World, who's based on entertainment should embrace live entertainment, but also not just for the value of just the pure fun. It is like, we're, we just spent 10 minutes talking about how much fun we've had just watching yeah. these shows, but it also inspires the next generation of entertainers, you know, of like musicians. Right. I mean, I'm not a musician at all. I have no talent in that, but you, you are, you play instruments and, mm-hmm. and Emily does and stuff. And I mean, I think it's important that the kids, you know, see somebody playing a tuba or, you know, playing drums or timpanis right. or what have you. And, Maybe I'd like to pick I that don't want, up. I don't want it to be a lost art. I don't think anyone wants it to, but like, I worry that it's going to, if we, if we lose entertainment like that, like, you know, like I, like you're saying, like if, if a five-year-old goes to Hollywood studios and has fun doing all this toy story stuff, and then they can go to a stage and see performers playing those songs. Like that's just going to encourage them more for to play music, which I think is a great art, you know, but I, I don't need to go down that. <laughs> I'm not going deep there, but, no, uh, but you it's know good to I, bring it up though. I mean, because yeah. you know, it's, it's, Disney does inspire and you know, it's, it's uh, we should have more live stuff in the parks than less. And side note, since we're both staying at the grand Floridian hotel this summer, I think they should bring back the orchestra just for us. Totally. Dude, that that brought that. It was like the heartbeat of the, of the atrium of the lobby. It was so good. They were awesome. Cause they would, they were right there by Minzer's, you know, so you'd be in Minzer's lounge and they would be right there jamming out. That's all right. We still have good stuff, though. I do. But there are things we definitely miss. And who knows? Maybe there's hope for them to still come back. You never know. You know what? You just brought the show back to the top of the show. What are we going to bring back still? Grand Floridian Orchestra. There it is. Look at that. Just for our trip. We're professionals. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, they're doing the construction, like with the refurb done. And like, you know, it's fully completed. Guess what? The icing on the cake is we're bringing 1900 pack park fair back and the orchestra. There it is. Boom. And we'd have it done. All right. Well, hey, we're going to get out of here, but that is this live show, but we'll do this again next Sunday night. So join us at seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock central, and give us your calls. We'll be taking those again on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We got four locations from now on that you can join us. So, uh, and that's also true for the Monday afternoon as we record the uh, those are the Wednesday and Friday shows, listener questions and the roundtable podcast. So you can join us for those. And of course, I do record the Wednesday, uh, sorry, the Monday trip report shows on Wednesday evenings. So you can join us in those locations if you want to join in for those as well. Don't forget, you can follow Scott on the uh, social media at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T. You forgot to put your little lower. Th- oh, wait, no, it's because I got comments. Hang on. 
There's where you can follow him right there. <laughs> E-P-S-C-O-T on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at BR Guest Mike in those locations as well. And as always, don't forget our show is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's brguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon. You guys allow us to upgrade things just like this. It's, it's letting the show get a little bit better each and every week. Patreon.com slash brguestpodcast. And you also get a bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. So come on over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. We'll have the shows this week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Of course, this show will come out as a replay on Thursday. And if you're listening to this on Thursday, boom, you got it. Told you it's here. All right. So we'll have a fun week. Thank you so much for your support for so for Scott. I'm Mike wishing you a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.